Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a magazine reader. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon i'm gonna teach you stuff no it won't be tough gonna go a year till you've had enough it's 365 today in 1923 the weekly magazine time released its first issue the man on the cover of the magazine was a man named joseph g cannon you probably don't recognize the name but at the time he was a speaker of the house and a well-known american the issue was mostly text with only a few photographs. The philosophy of the magazine has stayed much the same for the first issue through the present day. The magazine covers the week's major news in areas from international news to arts reviews and political commentary. The first issue covered quite a few of interesting topics. The announcement of the first helicopter, changes to the current divorce laws, the announcement of the release of the film Adam's Rib, a new cigarette tax in Indiana, and a negative review of T.S. Eliot's The Wasteland. Though that review would prove to be misguided in time, pun intended, the magazine itself would only grow a stronger reputation. Time was based in New York City and run by publishers Brighton Hayden and Henry Luce. It was the first weekly magazine in the United States. Hayden and Luce already had some experience publishing together as they'd been chairman and editor of the Yale Daily News. Time wasn't always the name for the magazine, though. The first one they thought of was Facts. The idea was to have a short and snappy name that implied that the magazine was all about accurate news that was going on now with brevity. The goal was that a busy man would be able to read the magazine in an hour and come out with a decent understanding of the momentary state of the world. Well, facts does have a nice ring to it, especially in this age of the debate over the nature of facts themselves, the men decided that time was a better fit and settled on the name the magazine still has today. The tagline was, take time, it's brief, emphasizing their goal of utilizing short spurts of time to read the concise magazine. Hayden and Luce made a great team because they had different working styles that complemented the other. Hayden was relaxed and thought that running the serious magazine should also be fun, and he was known for ribbing loose for being more of a serious workhorse who kept the gears running. Hayden was responsible for making sure that time covered entertaining topics as well as serious news, like political gossip and celebrities. The cover price of time in the beginning was 15 cents per issue. In current dollars, that's $2.25, but the magazine today costs $5.99. It's hard to print magazines to keep up with the digital age, so the prices go up more than you'd expect. These days, Time is known for its distinctive red border, but that wasn't there when the magazine began. It was introduced in 1927, and in the years since, the magazine has only changed the border for six issues. The issue that came out the week after the September 11th attacks featured a black border for mourning, and 10 years after, 
the September 11th attacks in 2011, the magazine used a silver border. In 2008, the Earth Day issue used a green border. Silver was used again in 2012 to commemorate Barack Obama as Person of the Year and again in 2016 on the issue focused around the most influential photos of all time. Just last year, on June 15, 2020, the magazine used red for the border, but had the border be made out of the names of young black men murdered by police. Then in September, the magazine used a black border to honor the deaths of the victims of the coronavirus. For the first 50 years, the magazine, the cover always depicted a portrait of one singular person. Though it eventually moved to also featuring groups and natural phenomena, you can see the emphasis on individuals in nearly time person of the year issues, though that too has been recently shifted to featuring group as well as individuals. The person who has been featured on the cover of Time the most is former President Richard Nixon, clocking in at 55 covers. Person of the Year has always sparked interesting discussions and debates. Person of the Year isn't always an honor. It's a title designed to go to the person who, for good or for ill, most affected a single year. Though many of the examples have been for good, notable examples for the ill are Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, and Donald Trump. In the past couple of decades, the magazine has done some interesting concepts for Person of the Year, rather than individual people coming to mixed reviews. In 2006, the person of the year was you, which some thought was creative and fun, but others considered it to be a cop-out and wanted a real person. In 2017, they named the Silence Breakers, or the women of the Me Too movement who came forward with accusations against powerful men as the people or persons of the year. The issue featured many different women, both famous and regular citizens, who had made the brave decision to come forward with allegations of abuse against men, their bosses, their co-workers, or men they'd worked on films and television with. The breadth of these stories and the issue was tragically stunning, just one aspect of finding out how pervasive the harassment that was uncovered through the Me Too movement was, and still is. That year's Person of the Year distinction was met with widespread approval, especially for the magazine featuring so many individual stories instead of just the stories of famous women whose accusations were already well covered. To close out today's history segment, we have an incredibly special guest, Charlotte Alter. Charlotte is a national correspondent for Time Magazine who covered the 2016, 2018, and 2020 campaigns, youth social movements, and women in politics. She's here to talk about what working for time means to her. So what I think is really cool about Time Magazine and why I love working there is that Time is a, a magazine and it's a publication, but it's also kind of like a clock. Um, and I say that because you can, you know, if at, all, at various points in history, you can see what time it is, like what era it is by looking at who's on the cover of Time Magazine. So, you know, if you see uh, JFK on the cover of Time, you know, it's, we're in the early 1960s. If you see the moon landing on the cover of Time, you know, we're in the late 1960s. And it's used this way in movies kind of as like a, like a, a way to tell the point in history. But it also kind of is that uh, in, in real life too. I mean, uh, what's on the cover of Time is really uh, illustrating sort of what moment we're in in history right now. And that's why I think it's really exciting um, to work there and exciting to kind of be part of that discussion about what is sort of, what are the handful of things happening in the world right now that 
time should be talking about. Now let's think about music. Today in 2017, Khalid released his debut studio album, American Teen. By the next fall, the record made platinum with over 1 million sales, and the next year it went double platinum. American Teen was nominated for the Best Urban Contemporary Album Award, and the lead single, Location, was nominated for Best R&B Song. Vice called the album a teen pop milestone, which is a compliment I'd love to receive. It was the start to an epic career, and I can't wait to see what Khalid does in the future. And now for our final segment, I'm going to go into my own photo archives and see what I was up to on a March 3rd in my life. On March 3rd, 2018, I have a photo here saved on my phone um, of Suki, which is a character from the Nickelodeon series Avatar The Last Airbender. Now, I have made it a big deal that I love Suki. She's one of my favorite characters from Avatar. Um, she is the namesake for my alt Twitter account, Live Action Suki. Um, it's not really a memory um, of myself, but I guess a memory of a character that has meant a lot to me growing up. I think as a mixed race kid, I look to representations of myself through animated media a lot more than I saw myself within actual media with real people. So having a character like Suki in a show that I watched growing up that largely dealt with Asian heritage and culture in a universe that was unapologetically Asian was so, so exciting. And Suki was one of the first characters that I think I saw myself in outside of movies done by Hayao Miyazaki um, and Studio Ghibli, which I think are also incredible influences on the art that I make now and kind of who I've shaped into being. So not necessarily a memory from my life, but um, more so an inspiration. Thanks so much for going back in time with me. And remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can come back tomorrow for more facts from yesterday. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.